Steely. Welcome to the Mark Steely Music Podcast. This podcast is an audio journal and my guest and I's adventures throughout the world of live and local music. My name is Mark Steely. I'm a 20 plus year veteran of the Twin Cities, Minnesota metro music scene. Check out MarkSteleyMusic.net for upcoming shows, news, and info. If you'd like to toss a buck or two in the podcast tip jar, please visit Patreon.com forward slash Music Podcast. Highlight gig of the week had to have been Rockin' Sunday at Wilkins on Bone Lake. So many friends out, beautiful day, and I had it cranked loud. This week's podcast, number 345 on Friday, July 3rd, 2022, is part two of two of Minnesota guitarist Joe Flip. We talk SRV tribute show, and Joe and I jam live. Enjoy the conversation. So you mentioned Brian Notton. Can you talk about your SRV tribute shows? Yeah. So um, shout out to Brian Notton. Um, be naughty. Be naughty. He's neighbors with me down in Hastings. Really? Well, I'm in College Grove, but he's in Hastings. So. Yeah. Neighbors. Yeah, man. So, um, how was it like six years ago now? Um, you know, like, so like, yeah, Stevie was like, Stevie Ray was like one of my biggest influences on the guitar and like so hard to play, so hard. Like, the tone is amazing, the playing was amazing. Thank you. And, um, and that's kind of just the style I like this, that really like, you know, like rock and blues stuff. So, I, I just thought, like, you know, like I'm not gonna do like a tribute to like like an Elvis tribute where like dress up like him or whatever, but like you know how cool would it be just to hire the best of the best blues rock guys that I could possibly find around the state, and like put them all together, maybe maybe throw me in there somewhere, <laughs> and then uh, just 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 call it a big tribute to Stevie Ray Vaughan. Let's just this um, is your brainchild. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Keep yeah. going. So I was like, you know, like, um, and I was pretty like I was a pretty new, pretty green newcomer back then six years ago. So I was like, yeah, let's just get all these guys. And like, um, I was able to meet uh, Shirley Smith. So she's married to the late, great uh, Big Walter Smith, like a blues legend. And uh, she's like my, uh, my, 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 met, my blues mentor, grandmother of, um, of the area. But shout out to Shirley Smith. Um, so anyway, so she's like, oh, yeah, you got to call these guys, this band. So she, like, she gave me like contacts for her rhythm section band, for Big Walter Smith's band and everything. So anyway, so we got like Ken Valdez, Cole Allen, Brian Nunn, Joanne Parker, um, all these people. I think we had Alex Rossi. I think we had, um, who am I missing? There's another, um, we had a whole bunch of people there. Anyway, so we put the show at, at the Minnesota Music Cafe. And we're like, let's do it in April. We'll do it on a Sunday afternoon. Um, let's put like 10 bucks on a ticket. Maybe we'll sell at the... 100 tickets would be awesome. Like, that'd be a win if we sell 100 tickets on a Sunday. Uh, hopefully, pay the ba- pay, pay everybody, like, because we had, like, 15 people on the bill. Like, <laughs> maybe give them, like, 10 bucks, 20 bucks each, whatever it comes out to after the smoke clears. And then it just happened to be, like, amazing weather, like, today. Like, just the first nice day of the year. All these bikers came out. All these people came out. It was so packed. I think someone called the cops on us because it was, like, over fire code. Because it was so packed in that place. We had like over 400 tickets sold or something at the music cafe. Wow. Yeah, it was so cool. And it was, and that's, I, I didn't, that's where I met, I met Elijah Adam there. I, that night I met George, um, I met uh, Bernard Allison, George Moyer. I met all those guys for the first time that day. And they were so cool and so nice. And like Bernard Allison was like, 
man, like if, if you love Stevie, he's like, I was really good friends with Stevie, and like um, he would take me on tour and show me some things. So Bernard's like, dude, uh, I'll give me my number. I'll, I'll come over to my place um, tomorrow. Give me a call, and I'll show you some things that I learned from Stevie Irvon. I was like, what the hell? His dad, Luther, is one of my favorites. Yeah, man, legendary. Luther and Bernard. So, yeah, so then, like, I'll go there, and, and so Bernard, like, invited me to his place, like, the next day, and he's, he's showed me this video when, like, it was Bernard's 16th birthday party. Stevie Ray Vaughan showed up and played with Stevie, er, with Bernard at his birthday party, and they're both playing behind their head together, and he's telling me all these stories about Stevie. He's like, here's, what, here's how Stevie did it. He did this this way, and he would play like this. I was like I was like on a high for like three weeks. It was just the coolest thing ever. So he was so um, such a nice dude. So yeah, so it was so cool. So then after that, it was, but behind the scenes, it was so much you know planning and the, the business side and the marketing and like worried that hopefully you don't lose my, my butt um, with all this stuff. So everyone's like, you gotta do it again. You gotta do it again. So we're like, well, maybe we'll move it to the caboose just in case we get like another crazy amount of people. So we moved it to the caboose next year. I mean, and then they kind of, I, I tried to make it more of like a showcase. We're bringing on all these other blues rock people and, and, and rhythm sections and stuff. So we did that. And then we had like Chris Duarte coming from Texas as like a guest musician. And then we did another year. The next year we had um, Scott Holt. And he was in Buddy Guy's band for like 11 years. And then he just got, um, he just joined Foghat uh, officially as of uh, a couple months ago. And they're they're actually playing in uh, Hastings, uh, Foghat in the Casu this September. So shout out shout out to those guys. Absolutely. So that was awesome. So I got to meet those guys, and I got I got to do a show with Scott Holt, uh, headlining a, another blues festival. Like so, it was such a cool, um, such a cool experience. We did it once a year, and then I think it was like f- four or five years in a row. Then COVID hit, and then that summer we did a drive-in show in Burnsville. So Mick Sterling and, and their crew, um, I work with them on um, on, on helping um, market and um, promote some sh- shows and events. And then, um, so we brought this huge drive-in show. It was all drive-in concerts. We had like we put on like three shows a, uh, a day for like twelve days. So we did a Stevie tribute there, and we had Brian Naughton and Cole Allen um, and myself. And then we moved it to La Musique Room, a really cool theater down in Tom Pickard. Yeah, shout out to Tom. Yeah, I've known him for a million years too. I want to have him on the podcast sometime for sure. Oh, He's yeah, done very man. well up there in yeah. St. Michael. Yeah. Do another guy you should get um speaking of Tom, I know I think um uh who's the Johnny Cash um Sherwin Linton? Oh him, but um the other Johnny Cash tribute, Jay got uh, Church of Cash. Yeah, I who think, does I, that? Uh, that's Jay. Um can't think of his last name. I'll have give you his contact info, but He's a killer Johnny Cash tribute. He lives in, in the cities here, and now he's he's like touring all over the world now with his Johnny Cash tribute. Wow, yeah, so he's killing it. I think I think they do. Uh, I don't. I think it's his band that they, they do a huge um, tribute there, where they, all the people in the, in the um, all the all the fans wear dress up as uh, prison outfits. So it's like the Folsom Prison experience. Oh my god! That's I think that's his band. I might be thinking of the wrong Johnny Cash tribute band. That's hilarious. But dude. they do that at that venue at that La Music Room place. That's incredible. Um, what? How do you guys divide up what SRV songs you perform? Because well, who's going to do Pride and Joy? Who's going to do yeah. Life by the Drop? You know, well, who's going to do those classics? Well, the funny thing is, everyone wants the B side stuff. Like, because I think if you're a true like, I think it's for anything. You know, if you're a hardcore Metallica fan, or you know, 
you you usually hate like the the, the popular stuff, you know, because that's, that's the stuff that old everyone knows. So everyone wants to do the B side stuff, and Stevie covered so many you know old blues songs, so they want to kind of do a lot of do those too. But but yeah, it, it, at first it was tough, man. We had like for the first couple of years, I would have two rhythm sections, you know, bass, drummer, whatever, um, and then I would have like like one time we had like what was it? seven, eight, nine guitar players and trying to figure out like two or three songs each, make sure no one's overlapping, have the rhythm section guys learn everything. Um, and then try to like, I was trying to like co-host, like um, organize everything along the way. And then we, we'd ended up with like a, just a huge long jam. Like I think one time we did like a 22 minute version of Voodoo Child. And then I was, I was picking people that I saw Ted Vig. I was like, hey, Ted Vig, get up here. And then I saw like other, my buddy Corey, get up here, play some guitar. And they're like, just handing guitars to people, just doing a long ass, like, Voodoo Child, you know, rendition at the end. Now, there's videos of it somewhere because some, the, like, the fans will take, like, cell phone videos and throw it out there. So I think I counted it was like 22 minutes. Wow. So awesome. <laughs> so when does that usually occur? Well, it used to be every April. So. Ever since COVID happened, we kind of like kind of put a wrench in it. So that that summer we did one at, in Burnsville as an outdoor show, and then oh, and then we we did we tried doing a um, a blues cruise. So we partnered with um, friend Patricia. Um, um, she was she was putting on that all these are really awesome. This is last year, twenty twenty one, and then she was doing um, all these cool out. Um, concert bands on Thursdays on this big huge like those big river boats in Stillwater and so we we thought about doing a Stevie Ray Vaughan show there and then I didn't catch COVID the day before I caught strep throat like the day of so it was like super super sick and super contagious and I was like ah I can't do it so then so they I, I, I didn't make that show personally but I put the show on so the other guys I had uh, Craig Clark fill in Craig Clark did an awesome job um Yes, yeah, so we did the boat cruise thing, and then we did that La Musique Room in uh, St. Michael. In need of something new but can't seem to find the perfect fit? Pre-order your Ram 1500 Laramie at ID Chrysler Zombroda. Business online or stop by ID Chrysler Zombroda to pre-order your vehicle today. I still love my black Jeep Cherokee guy from ID Chrysler. Which ordered 50,000 miles of old car, just as much of that poor thing to take. I found myself looking for a new dream ride at ID Chrysler. And that staff been more help with me choosing a vehicle and willing to work with my, as I call it, musician's credit score. Their philosophy is simple, time-saving, hassle-free, fair price. Check out their inventory at ZombrodaCDJR.com or take the beautiful drive down US 52 to 1900 Roscoe Avenue, Zabrota, Minnesota, to visit them in person. Business hours are Monday through Friday, 8 to 6 p.m. and Saturday, 9 to 5 p.m. Closed on Sundays. Check out ID Chrysler Zabrota today and enjoy a safe summer season full of adventures and memories out in that open road in a new ride. I'm going to tell you about all one of my favorite bars in the Roseville slash St. Paul, Minnesota area, the B-Dale Club, located at the corner of County Road B and Dale's motto is a place for family, a place for friends, a place for fun, and that is the stone cold truth. Going to miss the old B-Dale shows during the month of June off the Turtle Lake to teach summer school with Manfred. Natalie, Shelley, and now Dustin, the entire bar staff all stay there. Cocktail Wizards. As of late, my libation of choice, the classic Greyhound cocktail. They're the quote 16-time world champion Rick Flair. Tasty little devils. Live music, pool table, pool tabs. Tuesday night, chess society, bingo, meat raffle, bocce ball Thursdays, and much, much more. B-Dale's got it all. Stop by for a cold one soon. So yeah, now I think, I don't know, as of now, 
I don't. We don't have anything on, on the schedule as of now. So I, I would like to bring something, maybe around Wiper Lake, Stillwater area. Maybe find like, maybe a theater. Otherwise, maybe bring it back to the Minnesota Music Cafe because that's where it all started. So part of me is thinking like it'd be kind of cool to bring it there. Some God, that might be a cool option. I don't know. What what do you guys think? It all sounds good, man. If you did not do an SRV one, what would be another artist you'd like to do something in tribute to? Oh, Hendrix. So th- that was fun. <laughs> I did. Uh, I was invited to play at the Hendrix tribute, and uh, that's put on by um, Jeff Tabby, I believe, um, at the Caboose also. So he does kind of a similar thing, like once a year, and he has like everybody up there, like Jellybean Johnson, all these amazing guitar players. So I was uh, grateful to be invited for that one. And it was so cool because I didn't have to plan it, you know, do all the business behind the, yeah. behind the scenes. I could just show the guitar and just wail for a couple songs. Um, but yeah, that was a fun one. Um, yeah, big shout out to Steve Vaughn. It was, it was fun. Um, so yeah, I'm a, I'm a guitar player first, so I think loud amps, loud uh, distortion, letting it wail out. Especially at the caboose, you can really let it rip over there. Nice. Where are you from? Cottage Grove. You're from Cottage Grove. Yeah. Okay. And yeah. when did you start playing? Um, I started playing guitar. I say it must have been like around eleven ish, ten, eleven, twelve. Yeah. Wayne's World was out, so that's what made me want to play guitar at first. Like their Wayne's World. Wayne's wow. World party on. Yeah. Remember the Fender Stratocaster that he was like. Yes, of course. Money? I was a kid too. Yeah. Because so that was out. And then I, because I, I think I was playing like clarinet and band, like fourth, fifth grade. And then we went to like return it after a year. And they're like, oh, yeah, you've had it for like a year. So you can um, get an, a new instrument or something. So I grabbed the guitar. It was like a black and white strat style. And then. Um, I didn't really do much with it. I think I played like some Adam Sandler songs, <laughs> like the Hanukkah song or something. Oh my God. Yeah. You're the first person I've had on here that usually their influences or something like, yeah. you know, I discovered, you know, Robert Johnson when I was a kid. God knows what Naughton would come up with. It's different every God time knows. I'd ask him, you know. And so, but you first went Adam Wayne's Adam World Sand- and Adam Sandler yeah, songs. Yeah. I never put that there. That I went from unique. Wayne's World to Adam Sandler. And then, so I kind of sat there for like, didn't really do much with it. And then, so my, a lot of my family is from the Iron Range, like Chisholm, Hibbing, Virginia. So my cousin Mark uh, was older than me, played guitar a couple years ahead of me. It was like Christmas Eve, and he gave me, he was looking through my rap CDs. I had like B.I.G., Puff Daddy, um, and he was like, man, don't listen to this crap. He's like, I used, I used to listen to this crap too, but listen to this stuff. And he gave me a Jimi Hendrix CD and a Stevie Ray Vaughan CD. It just blew my freaking mind. I, I think I had dreams about listening to like Voodoo Child and Star Spangled Banner, all all this stuff, and I was obsessed with it ever since then. So then I just like threw everything away and was just obsessed. I think Napster was out at the time, so then I was just like Napstering all this crap, like all this blues stuff, and then where that came from. So, so weren't you nominated for some Midwest Country Music Award? Yeah, which is cool because I, I never really thought I was a country guy. So. 
That's I didn't cool. know that either. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no one would know that listening to this whole podcast. So yeah. how did that come about? Well, some people think, know, know of me just as a country guy, which is which is cool. But um, yeah, so I think what it was a couple of years ago, so the Midwest Country Music Organization started a couple of years ago and they've been they've been killing it and ramping up pretty pretty big. I think I I think yeah, cuz I think someone actually recommended I join them cuz I, I was playing some like southern rock stuff and they're like, "Oh man, that's cool. You should join that Midwest country thing." I'm like I'm like I don't think I'm a country guy, am I? But I, I like a lot of that stuff, but he's like, "No, southern rock, blues rock, country rock. It's kind of all country, you know, roots, folk." I was like, "Oh, sweet, all right." So anyway, so I joined and I started, you know, meeting all these people in that organization and uh, and it was cool because, you know, a lot of those guys and gals, like, it is really diverse. Like, they'll play everything from, like, all those artists will play, um, you know, Americana, folk, bluegrass, rook, roots, um, modern country, old country. And I started playing with Tony Cacchetti, and, and he was he would he would cover a lot of those old Waylon Jennings songs. And I loved the way he would cover those tunes. And Tony Cacchetti actually kind of got me more into that old, those old country tunes. So I started covering more of those myself, too. Yeah, so then, so then our Stevie Ray Vaughan tribute show was nominated for Tribute Act of the Year by that organization. And we we're like, oh, that's badass. And then there's a, there's a huge award show they have once a year. And so we got to perform at the award show. And then, uh, and then uh, that was, so we were nominated a couple of years for that. And then one year, I got an email saying, congrats, you've been nominated for Maverick uh, Award. <laughs> I was like... What's, what, the, Maver- what's that's the Maverick that's Award? That's what I thought. I was like, is this... Like the Top Gun, like uh, <laughs> I do want to see that though. Yeah, so I googled Maverick and uh, it said something like it was kind of a cool definition. I liked it. I was like, oh, that's, I'll take that. It was something like you know, like you kind of live by your own vibe. You, you're just you're not really in, in a you kind of go in your you kind of in your own lane and you you kind of uh, do your own thing or whatever. I was like, oh, that's right, that's cool. So then so I was nominated for that. So that was a blast. We went. Um, that was a couple months ago at the uh, event center, Medina. Who is this next to you, by the way? This is Stacy. Shout out to Stacy. Hey, what up? <laughs> I've, been, I've been showing Stacy the ropes. Went to the the blues jam last last week at Walebski's. Nice. So, did you win the Maverick Award? Nope, we didn't win. Uh, the who won? The Jensen sisters. So shout out to the, those girls. They're awesome. Uh, they're sisters at. That rock out some awesome country tunes, and then the, our other buddies that we met at the, uh, the award show the year before, um, the dudes from Aberdeen, South Dakota, North Dakota, Barstool Prophets, dude, they're like, so they were nominated too. And they're like, we're, we're friends with them from meeting them at the previous award show, but we just basically like drink with them all day and night. <laughs> they're hilarious. Um, I, we ended up, I ended up drinking until like four in the morning with those guys and playing. Uh, Playing guitars in the hotel room all night long. <laughs> nice. So, who's in the Joe Flip band? I saw you have some big band shows coming up. Yeah. So, um, you know, there's so many. Um, fortunately, there's fortunately there's so many amazing um, musicians in town, and I've been uh, super grateful to be able to, you know, to play with all with the, these awesome guys. So lately, I've been using uh, Trent Bolt a lot uh, on bass. He's uh, he's played with Corey Stevens um, a lot all over the place, um, yeah, and I just like to I, I really love collaborating with all all kinds of musicians and a lot of times at the Stevie Ray show I'll, I'll bring other rhythm section guys up there and I'll um, invite them up to play as you know for my band shows here and there so yeah so I've been using 
Trent Bolt on bass a lot. Uh, Mike Dubois on drums. He's married to D. Miller, which is an amazing uh, blues vocalist from the D. Miller band. And then a lot of times I use uh, Tim Wick on the keyboards. So he's always our keyboard player at the Stevie Ray Vaughan show. Just killing it. and Everything's in E flat when he plays that stuff. So yeah, so they're awesome. And uh, we got a, a bunch of uh, fun band shows coming up this year. And then we're doing some recording next week at John's studio. There you go. Yeah. Um, outstanding. Um, how do people get a hold of you? Check out your website or check out your YouTube stuff. Where's it? Where's the best? If you're a social media guy, how do people get a hold of you if they want to book here or something? Yeah, just just Google me up. Whatever you like to, whatever you you're fancy. And what like, is your name? Joe Flip. Well, actually, my, my last mean, name, name is Filipovich. Filipovich. Or Joseph, technically. So Joseph Filipovich. Filipovich, which is uh, it's a tongue twister. But um, but ever since I was a kid, everyone called me Flip or Joe Flip um, or Joey Flip, one of the two. But um, so yeah, so JoeFlipMusic.com, I guess, is the website. But otherwise, a lot of people just uh, search me up on whatever Spotify, Google, Facebook, and you find all the uh, the shows and the music. And uh, stay tuned for the new album we're recording next week. So hopefully, we'll have it released by late summer. Hopefully. It's going to be with the full band and uh, some killer blues rock, kind of Americana, rocking vibes, whatever that genre is. Nice. You mind jam? I get, I don't, when I get blues guys on the show, I like to jam a song with them. Yes. You mind doing an acoustic song? Oh, hell yeah. All right. Let's take a second. Sound roll. 